0: Thirty-five. Yes, all right. Spurs in. Sorry for our little break that we took. we got a little COVID outbreak. Games are coming thick and fast. Holidays, travel, all this stuff. But we're here. Episode 35. Quick shout out to Steven Bergwine for the West Ham game. You'll hear a little bit about that. And shout out to Lucas Mora for the uh, Crystal Palace game. But we're here to talk about the game that happened today. It's we got a full house, finally. We got a bunch of people here. As you can see, I'm Ben. We've got Derek, Jomar, and Jose Yo. all here to talk about the one one draw versus Southampton.
1: So fun. Yeah. It yeah.
0: it's never fun to draw, especially when you play most of the game. Up a man, I was super frustrated, like punching pillows and doing all that stuff. Anyone else have opening opinions?
2: I mean, realistically, based on the run of play, I I think it would have been – if you saw the first half, well, the first 40 minutes at least, and then saw that it was a 1-1 draw at the end, I think that would have made plenty of sense. 100%. Once the red card happened, everything kind of changed in my head. Like, oh, we're going to win this game. But it just – props to Southampton. They played really well today.
3: They did. Yeah, I think I I absolutely agree with what Derek said. As soon as they go down 10 men, as soon as any team goes down 10 to 10 men, you expect the other team is going to win. And that didn't happen. That didn't happen. And, I I mean, it wasn't the greatest performance that I've seen with a team that has an advantage. But we did create a lot of – we did have a lot of opportunities. A lot of opportunities. It was – Pretty unfortunate that the ball didn't go back in the back of the net, even though it did a couple of times. I'm sure we're going to address that too later on. But yeah, it it was frustrating that we didn't get three points today. Especially from the like Derek said, the form of play that we had of late. Jamar? If
1: anything, a lot of people are commenting this um, after the game on Instagram. If anything, and I, I agree with all these people, it just shows that we need We need just some, we need something. We need some, a new signing coming this January. It's going to be a big um, transfer window that I think will be very important to our season. And it will be signings that like that in January that can help us win those games where we're going to have to push through, even though we should have pushed through January. January is going to be a big um, window for us that we should definitely take advantage
0: of. Okay, so the, the lineup quickly was obviously Hugo and net, Emerson on the right next to Sanchez, Dyer, Davies, Reggie, which is the usual. And then the midfield was different. We were kind of – when they put the um, our our lineup on the board, it was set up like we were going to play a 3-5-2, a but that's not what we played. So then the midfield was Pierre – Winks and Deli, and then up front was Son and Kane and I thought we'd play a 3-5-2 because Deli thrives better through the middle, thrives better making runs he's not Lucas Moura, he doesn't play at all anything like Lucas Moura and we put him over there in Lucas Moura's spot and he was invisible because he's not the best dribbler, he's fast but he's not quick and he got just lost in the sauce in the game and generally nothing and when I wanted to kind of bring up was is that was that totally Deli's fault i mean i think we know he's not the greatest player that we're gonna get from delhi but we got to put him in his positions where he's going to be the best and putting him where we where he played most of this game was just the reason he got pulled off after 60 minutes for lucas Mora.
3: I, th- I think you said it right there is it totally delhi's fault i don't think so i don't think so we used him well in that game that he played against uh what was it west ham what was the last game he got to start in
0: Oh, Liverpool uh, game.
3: and he played for the liverpool game he played excellent in the liverpool game but what did we get from what did we get from Delhi in the liverpool game we got the old delhi we got him in the spaces that he's used to running into and even getting some long ball service like he was put in the perfect position over here. It shows that, and I know we're going back to the game that happened on Sunday, but it shows that what Sophie said, uh, and she started um, talking about how these guys were, the commenters of the game, were all over to keep the PG, all over a Lucas Mora's member <laughs> to keep the PG.
0: They were brown-nosing they
3: were L- Yes, they were. They were absolutely doing it. And Lucas, I mean, we've all said it here before, Lucas is probably a bench player, but he's been a pretty good starting player for us as of late this season. And it shows how important he is to us there. And players like Delhi or whoever else we put there don't don't match up to him. We were missing that today.
0: So I think that says that Lucas is no longer the bench player in this formation that we always thought he was in the other formations. Lucas is so important to that side. And what with what he does, because he's—I think you saw it today—ball carrying was a huge issue today. Who was yeah. who was carrying the ball? At the field, Winks, Pierre, Delhi, Son was the best ball carrier in the field, and I mean he's he still does his son things, and he's still even if he's been he's but he's been off, he's been a little off, and to have one real ball carrier in the field really hurt us in the midfield. I thought today.
2: I think what I would say here is that. I don't know whether Conte misread the situation or Ralph Hassenhudel just had a masterclass, but the people that actually started the game don't make sense to me if we expected a high press because Winks is not going to carry the ball through midfield. Hoiberg is not going to carry the ball through midfield. Maybe that's why he played Delhi, but Delhi clearly showed that he was not up for that. And realistically, Delhi's best position is in or around goals, so you shouldn't expect him to dribble the ball through midfield. My problem with today, and I think this is the first real issue I've had with Conte since he's been our manager. Once the red card happened, he didn't make any substitutions to get from.
0: One appear and Winks should have been gone
2: immediately. Right. To get from our, our defensive line to our attacking line. Quick. Winks, is, Winks is not. We needed a Ndombele today. That's what we needed. And he never showed up.
0: Unfortunately, I think he could have changed the game. Okay, so let's, so the first 15 minutes were – I didn't think they were great at all. I thought we totally got outplayed. We had, I think, one chance. But in the end, my biggest fear is – I think Sophie actually brought it up once. Those long throw-ins and our just general lack of ability to defend set pieces, which still kind of haunts us. But long throw-ins drive me nuts. They put in a long yeah, throw-in. But, uh what bounced around went off Delhi, went off went to probably the best right foot in all of the premier league and he s- superbly sliced that in oh man to into the goal so- nothing nothing we could do nothing i could really talk about i can't blame Delhi. i can blame yeah we should have probably cleared that header i mean the throw in but the throw-ins are so awkward they land a little short and once it hit the ground it was yeah it le- went to the wrong person's foot One nothing southampton i wasn't even mad
2: that was, I wasn't that was incredible. That was so incredible. Mad, yeah. obviously mad. I, was mad. I yeah. absolutely <laughs> agree. You, you, well, you couldn't
3: really, you couldn't really, you couldn't really, you couldn't really hate any one of our defenders on that play. They actually did try to clear the ball. They just didn't clear it enough, like you said.
0: Um, <laughs> so you can't. You can um, play them. Yeah, there was a throw in yeah. that went into our box, and our defenders did not get it out.
3: Well, he so, did get it out. He just did, didn't kick it hard enough. Oh wait.
0: Yeah, but like so. To say they're completely faultless would be crap because they they yeah. the ball got into the box, it hit the ground, it bounced around, it was chaotic when it should have been cleared in the air. But I get what the you're saying. I wasn't minutes,
3: mad. Go, going back to those first 50 minutes, I was really really worried about um, Regulon. Reggie yeah. and, and and KWP. KWP obviously came ready to play. He's playing his old club, the club he came up with. So KWP was going at him. And it looked like Reggie was getting, he was getting Reggie frustrated. I thought Reggie was going to get, like, out of the game quick, which, I mean, and Conte did sub him early, but.
0: It went the opposite way, actually. KWP got more frustrated, but, like, that battle was going on. But if you want to talk about Reggie, there's a guy who makes poor decisions on multiple occasions. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And. He did today, too. Yeah, he obviously did, yeah. He's still our best player in that position, but. Someone tweeted like he nine out of 10 times Reggie's running in and he's just making the wrong pass or doing, and he does, he, he, he's still a great, he's still a very good player, but we're seeing his limitations. Hopefully he'll get better, but he's got to make better decisions if he wants to be that star in that, in that fifth spot running into the box, he's got to be a better passer.
2: With you there, Reggie had several moments today where I thought he either did the wrong thing or went down too easily. And Delhi goes down too easily all the time. He's in the bail mode of 06 or 07, whatever it was. But you can't do that as a left wing back, especially in your defensive end. He flopped down several times and didn't get the call and put us into pretty bad situations a couple of times.
0: So game keeps going on and I thought we would step up. We really didn't step up after their goal. It kind of went on as as usual. And look, we're still the same players, Conte can come in and he's done an unbelievable job, but in the end of the day, he's not a miracle worker. These players haven't changed. They just, he knows where to put them to make them the best they can be. But in the end of the day, we've always struggled with the low low block. And we've always struggled with, we've been struggling with creativity and Conte can't make a player more creative. In the end of the day, yeah, it comes back to life. And also we can't be running our, our asses off every game. So some games we're gonna have a little off games. We were super off in that first, but S- Southampton to the rescue. And I forgot his name, the center back for Southampton. Matt? Matt- no, left. He was their left back. He was their left back. Uh, you sure?
2: Yeah, he. Had, they played some weird function. I'm pretty sure he was their left back. If not, he was playing left center back because I know he was on the left side of the field. Toliso? Um, yeah,
0: something like that. Yeah, I think that's his name. So, who's got that play down that lets you well, That was, you, uh, that was okay. the
1: first actual good attack. It was a through ball to Sun, and um, <laughs> um, so Solisu, or I don't know the defender's name. Sorry. Oh, good. We're terrible um, with
0: names here. He, Sun, Son.
1: Yeah, exactly. So, um, he challenged Sun, and it was a bend. Um, the ball might have, I think, Sun took a bad touch and it was going away from him, but he still.
0: I thought he took a good touch. I thought the touch was what led him into him. I thought he was going to take it. He barreled through him anyway, but I
1: thought it was a fine touch. Yeah.
0: The
2: thing is, though, is if he didn't take that touch or if he didn't make that tackle, it was absolutely 100% being saved.
0: Yeah, that, Yeah, based on some, based on Sonny's form and based on he was very close to the goalie. For sure. But, yeah, so That's true. clatter into him, nothing you can say. Second yellow card, gets he gets sent off. So now we're down 10 minutes. Kane does what he does better than Jorginho, which is take penalty kicks just because you don't take as many because you're not (laughs) fucking Chelsea. doesn't mean you're not as good. And Kane buries it because that's what he fucking does. He hits that. He hits his penalties with such force that even like he knows, like I'm going to hit it as hard as I can. It'll be placed perfectly because that's what I do. But even if it, even if the goalie gets anywhere near it, it's going to be too hard for him to save it. Always. There's no jump step. There's no bullshit. It's just I'm crushing this ball into the back of the net, and you're not going to stop it. Was anybody yeah, else a little worried?
1: In, 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 a little worried. What are you talking about? I got with the wrong.
0: He sent the goalie the wrong way this time. No, no, no,
2: no, no. I mean prior to the kick, Kane is the
0: master I'm of penalty. Always worried.
2: But Fraser like, no. Forster, Forster is huge. From, I, think, yeah, I, think
0: I think. I watched. The, that I, that I watched the score now, on Ben Rava.
3: Also, also when when he was about to go and take the penalty. Oh, the ball moved. It looked, yes yes and you're i'm right, like right. oh man i hate that so i was kind of worried
0: i i'll be honest i did turn off the volume <laughs> <My television>.
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh but like you said this guy is absolutely insane when it comes to taking pens. it's like we, he...
0: we should be 100 confident even if you miss it like Sal- absolutely. Salah solid miss today and like everyone misses they're gonna you're gonna miss but like we should be ninety-nine percent confident he's gonna score that goal. And
3: and and like you said, the placement on that kick, there was no way, even if the goalie guessed right, I think he still was gonna get that in because it was yeah, he put it it was aiming the for the camera.
0: He put in the he put it in the top. Yeah, literally top of the net. All right, so one-one. Man off. Game on. This is us. This is all our game. It's done. I think we we almost scored right before the half. We go into the half and you, we gotta be we're feeling really confident, obviously. And the, then the game comes on. I'm not ex- and I'm not sure what timing the uh, Harry Kane goal was, but it was a goal that was not
3: goal. like that. Oh, that one in the second half, yeah.
2: Which no, that, that's yeah uh, another
3: another good pass from Harry Winks. I mean, as much as we said that he is not the solution, and I agree, he did have some pretty decent passing today. Forward again, I mean, mm-hmm. it's not enough, but he had some. He had some. And there he was, was our, one. He was the one of great, our best guys at breaking
0: knockout. it down, unfortunately. He wasn't great at yeah, it. Yeah, and
3: that's he, never a good thing. That's never a good thing to say. It
0: 100%. But, yeah, put an unbelievable pass through. Kane runs right onto it and puts it right past the goal. A classic Kane, easy goal. But all yep. of a sudden, we can't. you can't sure. celebrate. Or we thought we could celebrate now. But now you can't celebrate. VAR is regressing back to what VAR is. And toenails and whatever are... Now what's going to decide offsides or not offsides. And so they take the goal away. And if you if you look at the, the angle they took on it, which wasn't even right down, they didn't even do it from his armpit. It was like midway through his shirt and Winks had already kicked the ball. And I was just like, what, but also toenails and come on. Like this is, a, you came out and said like, we don't want any more of this more this uh millimeters and that's exactly what they did And they took a beautiful goal away that was pro- that was by all eyes on sides
2: I just feel like they should treat it like the NFL does where if something's going to be overturned it should be clear and obvious error and that clip was not clear <laughs> no way there's that's no funny. one in the world that would say oh yeah he's definitely off sides
0: Arsenal fans that's were, true.
2: That's yeah. true. Probably Liverpool fans and Chelsea fans, so maybe there are more than I actually no, thought. No, so
0: Liverpool. Liverpool fans are still bitching over. Well, Klopp's still bitching over. Uh, right, but, know, but it was Kane, games, so they would, they would
2: want it to be offside, yeah, so yeah. it's not good for him.
0: I went out to Klopp bitch after today's game. I don't know. I missed that one. Yeah, they lost. I'm assuming he probably complained. Well, Conte did not and took it like a like a man, like just did not blame the refs and not say anything. Nothing. All right, so the game goes on. We're generally controlling the game, but yeah. their, their low block is super low. We're struggling. We're passing it around. No subs yet. We still have Hoiberg, Winks, Deli on the field. It's weird. It doesn't look like anything is about to happen. It's just the ball's going around, and maybe someone tries to cross it in. And we had some chances on some of the crosses, but. No one is breaking down this defense. So who the first who were the first bunch of subs? We had oh, Doherty come Doherty? on. Doherty come on for Reggie. Lucas came on for Delhi. And, and Brian Heal. And Brian Heal, who I actually thought was a great was great when he came on.
2: I yeah. wasn't a fan of him when most. it happened, but yeah, I thought he played well.
0: He was the closest he thing to ever came. To breaking down that yeah. defense
3: and he yeah he gave us a lot of um a lot of spice if you want to put it he gave us a lot of good um moves into the box he gave he had a great um left footed shot on one of them that just got i think deflected over the goalie hit it up over the over the net
1: mm-hmm.
3: he he had uh, that cross to
1: Sonny where Sonny headed it it was a good header but it was at the goalkeeper
3: yeah he was he was very positive yeah he, he had some very positive minutes today in regards to the subs, and then, I mean, you mentioned the first sub, which is always alarming to me uh, when our our guy Donut goes into the game, but it's kind of weird, and he's playing on the left side, right? He's t- he went in for Reggie, mm-hmm. which is also yeah. kind of weird, and then it, it frustrates me, and it's something that maybe I wanted to bring up later, but frustrate- frustrates me that Sess is not fit again, man. Neither is Berg one. I'm sorry?
0: Neither is Berg one.
3: Yeah, it, it is. It's frustrating that these guys can't stay healthy. Both of them had an impressive game the last time we saw him. And, you know, when a day when Reggie wasn't at his best, or maybe Reggie shouldn't have even started at all. Maybe this was a prime game for Seth to start and impress again. And he's not, he's not available. So it's kind of frustrating, man.
0: All right. I agree, but both of them, Sess Bergwine. We can't. You can't have one good game and then yes, everyone's going to jump on your, jump on you and you know, use that word that you didn't want to say before, and then ha- and then show mm-hmm. up the next game and play bad or not show up at all because if you not if you don't show up at all, we're going to forget about you. And Sess is just constantly injured, and so is Bergwine. And I'm I don't know what to do with that because I can't take it for one good game, one and a half good games from Sess. And then injury.
2: Because that's what it seems like it always is. Now this is making me feel all warm and fuzzy inside because we haven't we haven't taken a dump on the Celso and we're talking about two people being injured
0: besides him. So let's go Geo, Geo positive pod. Do you do you think that the indifference to Geo is better than us actually talking about these players? Well listen, Geo didn't
2: get hurt between games. He got hurt right after the game on the post <laughs> the post game warm down. Okay. So at least he's unique. <laughs> but one day, one day he'll play. I'm, I swear, though, man, between this podcast and the internet, everyone and their mother hates him, and I'm just going to run around with a smile on my face 24-7. I'm going to smile in my sleep if Gio becomes an actual useful member of this squad. I don't hate him.
3: I don't hate him either. I no, guess no, no, you do. No. That. That's, That's a lie. That's a lie. That's a lie.
0: <laughs> Jose hates him in his own way. Like Because he, he, Jose doesn't hate, hate anyone. That. Jose, But you know what I mean. Yeah. Right. as much as Jose yeah, can yeah. dis- possibly dislike guy. a player
2: it's him and Ndumbele exactly. on like he would push him out on a barge into the Hudson
0: River if he could yeah with like a five course meal
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah and <laughs> Ndumbele would eat the whole thing yeah
0: <laughs> <laughs> sure he would All right. so let's go, let's talk about the darty goal incident with Foster so i think i, I think it was off a cross the ball bounced goes up in the air and Foster goes up for it, and so does Darty. Comes running in, and Foster doesn't. Kind of goes for the basket catch, and Darty kind of goes up and then turns his back and bundles in. Kind of bundles into him, knocks the ball, and the ball goes right into the net. So wow. I don't know the goalie rules well. I don't totally know. I know they're super protected. Derek, you mentioned that. But a lot of the people after the game saying, were saying that should have been a goal, that Foster just dropped it. And then some people were saying it would have been better if Darty had not turned his back and was going to make it like he was going for a header because he kind of turned at the last second. I don't know. But I, don't, I, I can't really speak on that because I don't really know the goalie rules, but it seemed like it should have been a goal. Foster just dropped it. It's Forster, Foster, Forster, Forster. Like f- not Foster's Australian for beer, but no,
1: beer. It's, it's Foster with an R. <laughs> gotcha. Thank you. Go ahead, Jomar. You see, you see all the time though, like in the regular, regular goalkeeping. You always see. Usually they go up with two hands and they catch it like this. But he was trying to do the basket catch and it didn't work out for him. I. I honestly thought that should have been a goal as well. But things didn't
3: go our way, I guess. No, I thankfully didn't ahead. see this part of the game, so I will not say anything because uh, I got to review it. I, and I wouldn't know anyway. I don't know this goalie rule that we're talking about.
0: So why didn't you say anything? It's, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I have nothing to say here, but here I go.
2: I'm going to say it anyway. So here's my thing. What I would say is... There isn't necessarily, as far as I know, there isn't some sort of concrete rule. Goalies are protected the same way. I don't know if anyone's ever watched women's lacrosse, but any sort of physical contact whatsoever, they're going to almost always lean towards the goalkeeper's side because they are different. They have different rules. And while Fraser Forster is much, much bigger than Doherty, he did technically touch the ball with his hands, so at that point they were talking about it on uh, NBC Sports. Schmeichel, I don't know when this was, but earlier this season, touched the ball with one finger, and they did the exact same thing. So, as unfortunate as it was, and I was pissed off at the moment, I guess it's what they're going to do when you're when you're up a man, when you're up a man <laughs> at a one-one scoreline. I think that's going to make you more mad, but I'm after the fact not really all that disappointed.
0: Good bringing up women's lacrosse. I know Jose and Jamar haven't seen it, so definitely our rest of our <laughs> listeners haven't seen it either. <laughs> you're talking to me. I barely lady.
3: watch men's lacrosse. Exactly. I uh, mean, luckily yeah,
0: I, I, I played lacrosse, so I understand what you're saying, but yeah.
3: Yeah, I think we could have used the NFL quarterback rule, I guess, how they're different. Israel the Tom
0: the, the to Tom Brady The Tom Brady NFL quarterback role.
3: But that's their good. I no, like not
0: Jose, you if you've, you've seen women's upper...
2: lacrosse, right? In, in women's lacrosse, there are so many whistles because if any part of the stick hits your opponent, whether it's like their hand or part of their stick, it's just constant whistles because there's no physical contact whatsoever allowed. It's nonsense.
0: So quick side note, we would every year play the girls lacrosse team in girls lacrosse and switch sticks. So men's men's lacrosse sticks have like deep pockets and women's lacrosse sticks don't have any pockets. So the ball is like on the this edge. This
3: conversation sounds really weird. But, Dicks and pockets. and I mean, it's literally a dick. Lacrosse. A, a lacrosse stick, stick is a, is a dick.
0: <laughs> it's a penis. It's got the sack with the ball in the, in the shaft. But anyway.
3: Okay. <laughs> we would play this I think game I'm going to start just, watching lacrosse now. Yeah.
0: No, no lacrosse is dope.
3: It's... <laughs> Yeah, Great, uh, uh, no, no,
0: but yeah, women's lacrosse is tough because they blow the whistle on on anything. You can't touch the person. All, all of us are there like, how do you play defense? How do you do anything? They're like, you just got to stay in front of them. And us, just because of anatomy and males just being more physically athletic than females, would we beat them very badly? But like, yeah, this game is insane in how you can't touch them at all i probably gonna cut that out, but we'll see what happens. Yeah,
2: the anatomy things a little yeah. much. Plus, we're we're becoming like erotic FC over here, <laughs> talking about Saxon and balls. Plus, horny dad over there. Like, oh, that was weird. <laughs> plus,
3: plus, I don't think I'm ever gonna. I much respect to people who play lacrosse, but I cannot cradle balls like that. So, yeah. Jesus, i are gonna cut like two <laughs> <full> <laughs> <minutes>. <laughs> I'm Not
2: cutting any of this. <laughs>
3: We're bringing
0: <laughs> NC seventeen. It's all good uh, Or R.
3: Jamar, Jamar just made it, and he's seventeen. So Jamar, you good? You can keep your ears open.
0: <laughs> all right. So, so goals. So we keep pressing, and the goals keep coming. The chances keep coming. Nothing spectacular. Some decent chances, but nothing crazy. And the game ends one-one. Just super disappointing. Super frustrating the way we are rolling. To, to tie a team that we should beat regardless. And we're up a man and we can't. So props to Southampton's low block. Props, not props, but fuck you to the rest for taking that win from us. Yeah. But moving on, we are now what, fifth or sixth in the table. West Ham jumped in front of us. We still have two games in hand on a bunch, three on some, one on some. I don't know how this is all working right now. COVID is pretty much wreaking havoc all through the Premier League. But I want to talk about the midfield. I want to talk about Pierre-Emerick Haubert and where he belongs in this midfield. Because we can't do skip and Hoiberg. We can't do Wicks and winks and skip. We can't do winks and Hoiberg. We can't do any of those. A combination of those three never works. It leaves us offensively lacking. And we can beat the shitty teams, Sure. In this system, Hoiberg becomes invisible. I thought he was invisible today. Was he covering up for winks? Was he doing anything? He brings nothing to the offensive side of the game, except that one play with Bergwine where they got the goal. He, he made a good play. He's still a professional soccer player. He can do some things. But then there was another play in that West Ham game, was it the, the West Ham game, where he was running into the box, like, and it looked like his hair was on fire, like a psychopath. Like I was like, there's no way if this ball goes to him, he's he's going to kick it in or even maybe he'll probably swing him with the ball never got to him, but to have two players who can't play offense in the midfield is going is, to, is rough. So it's either a signing or Endomble, or slow Celso or any of them has to be able to play defense and get back. Cause it seems like so Kane and Lucas are the best up front, but we can't play with just those two defensive midfielders in the middle. And I don't think whole starts. I think skips better
2: no i don't think you need to say i think skip is clearly a better player at this point than Hoyberg than is and i love Hoyberg. he's got a great mentality he works his butt off i don't know he just doesn't he seems like a 15 million pound player and he can rotate in and be a squad player And i think that's great and i've been hearing about um people on twitter saying he's not good enough and he's mediocre and i I don't think he's mediocre, but I don't think he should be starting every game. I mean, prior to him sitting out, shit, I don't remember what game that was, but he had played 51 straight games for us.
0: We got him for Mourinho, right? Uh, I don't, I think that. That was his.
2: You know, uh, when you go clothes shopping and you see something that's like pretty nice on on the shelf and it costs $6 when you're trying to buy pants and you see a shirt that you really, that you kind of like, it's not the it's not what you went there for, but it's only $6. You buy that shirt most of the time because, hey, what's $6 mean? So we got the guy for Kyle Walker-Peters and 3 million pounds. I understand why they did what they did, but he shouldn't be starting every game.
0: Yeah, but I'm saying they, he was bought because of Mourinho's system. Mourinho wanted his, his, not, his not his Conte, his, who was his Man U guy? I'm trying to think of a central midfielder, defensive midfielder. Matic? Yeah, he wanted his, that's pretty much, was it? No, it wasn't Montage, whatever. That's what he wanted. That's That's why we went out and got Pierre. And now that he's in this, we're in this system where it's, well, one, a younger, better player just came up. Two, a player who we've had for a while, who's been off, does things in this system that make him almost better than you now. And I'm saying this about Winks, a player I don't like. I don't, and I still didn't think he played well, but I thought Pierre was invisible today. Invisible. Then the next problem was when we were dominating possession and moving the ball around the box, Winks is running that. That is awful. That's brutal to have Harry Winks running our low block breakdown as, as I guess you call it.
3: I, I mean, I agree with you on all those points. I, I love Hoiberg. I agree with what Derek said. I, this guy's attitude and his leadership and all the stuff, like, you know, he plays for the shield 100% all the time. And But he's not what we need at midfield offensively. And neither is Skip. They, like, we've said this numerous times here. Ben has said it numerous times. They essentially play the same role. But... As much credit as we gave, uh, we have to give Conte and, you know, he's undefeated still and so far in the, in the Premier League. And, you know, we, we haven't gotten not one loss. This is our second draw, but all wins and two, and two draws. He, he dropped the ball today because I, I go back to Lucas. When we play with Hoiberg and Skip, even though Lucas is lined up on the right side, as one of the forwards on the right side, he primarily plays through the middle. Yeah. So we.
0: Sorry, I was going to go. You finished. I was going to go off, you I was, I was go off some, your point.
3: So, yeah. So we are, since he primarily plays through the middle and he has that dribbling ability, and now he's more of a, of a passer, a better passer, because before he was a shit at passing, but now he's improved so much this year. Well, we can get away with having those two defensive guys, and he brings us a little bit of offense from the middle. Not necessarily as a midfielder, but through the middle. Today, with his absence and Dele playing in his role and not doing well...
0: Dele can't play his role. He can't.
3: Exactly. Yeah, yeah. He can't. He can't. So but, I think that's where we dropped the ball a little bit, or Conte dropped the ball a little bit, in setting up today. If he has to set up like that, then one of the midfielders should be a little bit more creative, especially when we go against 10 men. And I absolutely agree with you guys. Gio or Ndombele would be perfectly primed for that.
0: So... In the Crystal Palace game, you saw Son and Kane playing much closer to each other on that on the uh, left side. While they left Lucas a ton of room to do what he does. Get the ball from Emerson or whatever, far on the right, and then bring it in. And this, uh, and, they, and then we set up it for this game the mm-hmm. same way. But Al- Deli can't do that. Deli can't do that at all. Lucas's specialty is running with the ball and dribbling. And Delhi's specialty is not that. Delhi's one quick move and then powerful runs into the box. And I don't know why he was playing over there. Like, I I don't, I don't know why he was playing over there. We should, we, the thing I said on the Liverpool podcast was, was, it's great that we have two systems that work within this. And I thought we were going to play that second system today with two up top, Son and Kane, Delhi kind of, a little behind them with Winx and Hoiberg kind of backing him up, and we didn't. We put Deli all the way on that side, and we were like, go beam Lucas Mora, and he was horrible at that. More like Pucus Mora. Why are you getting mad at him?
2: No, I'm saying Deli was Pucus
0: Mora. Uh I feel I feel like it's a slight to Lucas Mora. More <laughs> you you can cut Dele. that. I love that. I, I, I love
3: that. I love that. I love that. I love that. I'm not the only corny guy in this fucking group. Thank you, sir. Thank you, Derek. I loved it, though. It was
2: great. Listen, team team unity, baby. <laughs> yes, sir. But no, it's it's like, I don't know. I don't want to kill Conte because he's done so many good things here. We're, we're undefeated with him as the manager. I do agree, though, Ben. I don't. Also, I didn't even realize. I When I looked at the lineup, I must have like glossed over Winks' name. And I thought Skip was starting. <laughs> and then I saw Skip was on the bench. I was like, what's going on here? Why is Winks... Why is Winks getting this pass? I think this is just an off day. We played two days ago. I don't think Southampton's played for over a week. I'm not nearly fussed or we as played, fussed as I would have been flashback th- two weeks ago.
1: would have been They meeting. played West Ham. They, well, they beat, they beat
0: West Ham like two days ago. They, they beat them 3-2. Uh,
2: so I was lying yeah, to they beat the commentators. They <laughs> well, they beat a mid-table team. What are you going to do?
0: A mid-table team that's ahead of us.
2: Only in current standings.
0: <laughs> you said miss
2: <laughs> Yeah, okay, so I'll cut all this. I'm just off balance
3: here. No, all this has to stay. This, yeah, it has to.
0: <laughs> so we get, I think we're all in agreement that he was a good person to b- bring on, but content wa- waited too long once the red card was already given to bring on to take one of Winks or Pierre off. Because damn, did we need someone to do something to break down the top of that defense
2: I mean realistically Conte had no choice he was the only other attacking player besides Indombele which I mean I feel like we've been having this conversation about attacking center midfielders but how the hell did those two well no Emerson came off for heel so those two played a full 90 heel and Hoiberg heel didn't play a full yeah. 90 no I'm sorry no. not heel
3: Winks and Hoiberg and, Winks. Winks and Hoiberg yeah.
2: they played a full 90 how is ndambele sitting on the bench after any amount of minutes in the second half
0: and then back I guess that goes back to our trust and what we believe in Conte and then if you if you believe in Conte then and has the, got some fucking issues at at the lodge on on the training ground oh, I'm sure I'm sure
2: but at the same time, like you said, it goes back to our old tottenham DNA where we can't break down park buses been dealing but with this since Pochettino. is that
0: Conte's fault? No, no, that, no. we have Conte's, the same players that we've pretty much had for the past couple of years.
2: He's still in the yeah. infant, infant stages. I got,
0: I, he'll figure something out. God, I really wanted that goal for Harry.
3: I really wanted that goal for Davies. That was a great corner by Sonny, and it flipped off of Davies' head, and he was yeah. sides clearly. But oh, they I want Davies a- to get a goal, man. He's been playing so great, yeah. so.
0: But but also like more credit to Southampton's defense. That line all day was superb. We were offsides all of the, on every free kick. I think it was like three of them, and they, yep. they they held that very well. They played a really good game. They should have lost because we we did break them down at one point or another, and that's all you need is one breakdown, and then we wouldn't be really talking about this game this way. But there's there was too much crap passing around and not enough creativity and you can't force Kane and Son to do everything and Lucas came on and Lucas wasn't the greatest but the top the the top of the box was so fucking bad when you have Winx and Pierre trying to control the whatever's going on and also Sanchez coming in and I understand Sanchez has to help out the defense and back up Emerson when he, or back up whoever the right the right wing back is. But he, he just stood there every time. He was just like a blanket. I don't know what he was – he kept coming up and standing there. There was one moment he was actually in the box, which is probably his best move on the day. His defense was great, but I'm, I can't say anything about the defensive players because other than Dyer his was blowing saber. the game at the end. Other than Dyer was blowing <laughs> the game at the end. But he was just like – Sanchez was just standing there. I'm like – all right, you're gonna are you gonna do something? Like there's gotta there, there was such a lack of offensive creativity, mainly because of those midfielders that even and, then, and you bring Sanchez up, it's like stale pass, 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 and no one's breaking down anything.
2: What'd you expect from Sanchez, man? Yeah. He has a hard time passing the ball forward. And <laughs> <In> the attacking <laughs> end is not what he's gonna do. I was actually, it's funny you say that before you you transition to him. I think he was by far our best player in the first half. Yeah. I thought he was incredible. And, and
3: now, now that we are bringing up Sanchez, the game on Sunday's game, I mean, Lucas probably was the man of the match on Sunday's game. Definitely. And everybody's opinion. But I thought Sanchez had an absolutely great game on Sunday as well. He's been he's been very solid. Very, very solid for somebody. That, another person that's been getting a lot of shit from us from the past. Well, not from Derek, but almost from everyone
0: else. Well, they've all been better. They're still the same players, though. And I think we still have to... This was a, this game is a little bit of a reminder of that. It's not like mm-hmm. we we got a, we got one of the best coaches in the world who put in a system, made our players better, made our players more excited. And we have good players, but still we have also not good players or players who aren't up to the standards. And sometimes they fall or don't... They can't... You know they just have bad games because they're the same players. I mean, literally, what are we saying? Is Dyer? Let, if they scored that goal, Dyer just whiffed mm-hmm. at the end of the game.
2: I had Murrah flashback. Yeah, like, shit! Away. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. I I was I, I was losing it. Thank God for Sanchez. Because if he if he didn't get that tackle or that last that last minute dive to get get a foot on that, that was going in the back of the net. Yeah, Mira all over again
2: that felt just like Murrah, man. I was, I, my face was white as his feet. It was awful.
1: But the more, the more a shot was deflected.
0: And no, it was like Davies
1: just like falling her. over.
2: It was a terrible giveaway by Davies. Not as bad as Dyer. I don't know what he was complaining about. Yeah. Great job. It's a night 89th minute. Let's just cry to the referees instead of playing defense. Like, what are you doing here? Luckily Santos is there to save the day, but yeah, I had deja vu, man. I was so worried.
0: But in the end of the game, I thought we needed more of an attacking force. There we had our chances for sure. But yeah, one one. Not not happy. It was not I was not happy at the end of that game. I was you know I'm not happy when I start doing chores at the end of the game when there's like ten minutes left and I'm like fucking and I start like folding shirts like angrily because I I'm like eyeing the game because I'm just pissed that I'm like we're gonna tie this fucking game that we played a whole half against like Southampton up a man and then that you know that and the that VAR the VAR, VAR call will haunt me that offside shit what the come on <laughs> such a beautiful play you're gonna ruin everything yeah it sucks listen Conte
3: can try and change DNA as we,
0: oh no, no. I, I'm... Yeah, you're going in and out, Jose.
3: Oh, I, I'm not saying anything.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh,
2: <laughs> mark this one down. <laughs> what I was going to say is Conte can try and change the Tottenham DNA as much as he'd like, but we are still Tottenham through and through.
0: Yeah, but I'm going to believe we're a little yeah. less Tottenham.
3: We are a little less tough. So. But what 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 Jomar said in the beginning, we're gonna need to sign we're gonna we're gonna need to sign some players for this dude, you know? Of course he's gonna make he's gonna make these guys that have been crap before for us look good because that's the type of manager he is. He look he makes almost everyone look good. He can put me back there as center back. I said it before and I'm gonna be destroying people, but and probably get <laughs> red carded every single game. <laughs> probably get red carded every single game, but
0: if Conte wants him, please
3: Levy, but,
0: go get him. Whoever it is, if it's Vlahovic.
3: no, he's he brings the hood.
0: No, Jose, you are freezing.
3: Yeah, I'm, I am. <laughs> <laughs> Puerto Rican Wi-Fi. But, but I, but I wasn't saying anything at that period when you guys said it.
0: Like, if they want to drop like seventy-five, <laughs> if if Blahovic's the guy, and seventy-five millions the number. And Conte's like, that's the guy. Go do it for once in our fucking lives, because I feel like what we're gonna do instead is like throw 50, 43 at forty million at like Insigne. Insigne. How do you say? I don't know how to say his name. Insigne. Either. You sure about that? Yep. Okay. It's it's the G. Okay, but well, that's what that's From I that mean one, that's the time. we have to we have to. That's a ton of move.
3: Sorry. Am I breaking up again? No, you're no, good. You're, good, you're good. You're good. The only thing we, I mean, we have to be weary or not weary. We just have to be, we have to realize that January is usually not a time when a lot of people make a move. So I know we want these signings, but very few signings are made in January. So I mean, agreed. We go, yeah, it's going to be tough.
0: Would you say our situation's different?
3: I do. I absolutely, absolutely, because we got a we get a guy that didn't start the season with us, mm-hmm. so he didn't have an opportunity to make signings. So you want to get him his signings now in January if you could, instead of waiting for next year, because for the it's a simple fact that he took over late.
0: It's up to him right now because I'm. I don't know what position I exactly want right now. I think I'm still. I've always said create a midfielder even before Conte was here, but. Romero's coming back, so I expect, I expect our defense to get better with Romero there.
2: Well, it's funny you say that. Can I butt in real fast? Yeah. I think we have, and I know it's been, we had a podcast less maybe a month ago where we both said, it was a me and Ben podcast where we both said, it's time to sell Sanchez, and then he's been brilliant ever since. But if we're going to include Sanchez on the reliable defensive center backs, we got four. And Davies, if he plays left wing back, I'm going to shoot myself. But I think him, Dyer, Romero, and Sanchez are about all we have. Because Roden isn't reliable. Um, Who the hell else plays center back on this team?
0: That's pretty much it. Tanganga. Tanganga. Mm -hmm.
2: Center back Tanganga,
0: I am not. I thought it was pretty good last... I thought it was pretty good
2: in I the think uh, He's Palace. fine, but if he were... If, if someone got hurt and he had to start week in and week out, I'm
0: not at that point where I feel confident in that.
2: I but was I happy he
0: played him. a good game on the, on the other side to show that oh, it's, sure. oh in, sure. in case someone goes down, we have a player, yeah. Look, your backups are never as good as your starters, but we have a good player who could play in either position. And Romero will come back, and he should start immediately because we signed him to start and to be that player. Agreed. And... We've seen Sanchez and Dyer and Davies be bad. We haven't seen Romero be bad. That's true. I mean, my thing would be
2: Davies has been great since he's been given the reins at left center back, but we don't have a backup there. So left center back, I don't know, attacking midfielder and left center back both seem like glaring holes, as does keeper if Hugo doesn't sign a deal in the next couple of months.
0: Did you, have you seen that they've, there have been a lot of reports that we're looking at uh, right wing backs. I don't get that. I think Emerson's been really strong.
2: I mean, we yeah, – Not I, defensively. We're not backup. defensively. Yeah, he he's. I, I can't say he's but been that's, that strong. That really shouldn't have – that shouldn't be his role in the back three. It, it should be more important for him to be an attacking force if we're playing three at the front or especially with two at the front. He is our width. He is our actual person throwing in crosses and doing passes to the top of the box. His his reliability should be more about defense, I think, or offense. I'm sorry. I think the thing that he does best is that he's like he's a little bit of a Hoyberg with this, where he's a jack of all trades, master of none. But he has a never a nonstop engine where he is constantly going attack to defense, and that kind of reminds me of young Kyle Walker. He's obviously not nearly that good,
0: but. I don't think he has the I, speed of Kyle Walker, but I think he has the no. technical ability of getting around some guy. Yeah, nobody has the speed of Kyle Walker, right? No, no, no. I just said that. There's no one. But no. Emerson, when he get, he Emerson's one-on-ones, which I had complained about. I'm like, is he ever going to take someone on? have gotten better as the games have sure. and he was incredible in that West Ham – or West Ham, jeez. But, uh, I, I,
3: but I, actually, I actually disagree with – I actually expect more from him – offensively, and I've been surprised by him defensively. I thought he's, hold his, he's held his own defensively, and he's played pretty well defensively. Why I'm disappointed with him is going forward, and I think he doesn't get by people who this is something that I expect him to do. I think, and his balls, his, his crossing is not that great. I, I I mean, we saw better crossing from Aurier, from Derek's boy. For well, the that's because he's a world-class
2: right right-back. What do you mean? I, I, I mean, I'm I'm not,
3: I, I won't I
0: won't agree with that. I will say right now they look, going forward, they look decently similar. Emerson, I think, is better at taking on people than Serge was. Serge is a better defender, but we're not exactly asking Emerson to be, as Derek said, a full-on defender. He's a right-wing back.
1: Yeah. Jamar,
2: what do you think we need?
1: Um, honestly, I, I am mean, I'm going to agree with what oh, what we have seen our interest is a lot, or at least I have seen, which is an attacking midfield. I think for the most part, even though for the future, I don't want San, uh, Sanchez or Dyer and Davies at our back line, but they're holding their own right now. And right now, what we are missing, what is most evident, at least in my opinion, is that we're missing is our midfield creativity i don't know who we i don't know what our best option would be in midfield right now creative wise to sign but it is a whole
0: i hate puerto rico that I <laughs> they're both frozen the bottom they're both just frozen on the bottom oh no <laughs> oh no.
3: <laughs> so, so you heard none of that? No.
0: I just Derek, <laughs> oh, uh, all you heard is I hate Puerto Rico. Oh
3: man.
0: Uh, so uh, all for I, I all of saying
2: it. I do understand that center mid, especially
0: Yeah, Jamar, we got we got most of it, but then you we just got cut out. <laughs>
2: Center mid. I mean <laughs> the weird thing for me is that we always talk about Erickson, and Erickson was either the center or the right side of a four-two-three-one. I'm curious if someone like Erickson, whose best quality is not dribbling, would work as well in a four—or I'm sorry, a three-five-two or three-four-three. I feel like Ndombélé and Lucelso are perfect for this formation, but one can't stay healthy, and one's played. Only a handful of games under Conte, and it keeps throwing Winks out there. And sure, Winks is good at certain things and terrible at others. But I don't know what player we need in that. Donny Van Der Beek position.
0: Donny, yeah, Van De Beek. United's not selling him to us. I know they just won't play him. They'll just keep him on as their bench. They don't even put him in the games. We'll, we'll, we'll take him, please. But it's, I mean, like every the person you see our name attached to every day is the same Twitter thing I, is, is Vlahovic sure. oh, and that'd be awesome and there was some good news that came out today that his agent said he'd rather come to us or Man City because he thinks Arsenal's fucking trash <laughs> I, mean, I, I had a great Twitter war with someone and he goes, he said someone on our team I, he said, Loris Lur, was trash and I go, he's not and he goes, I'm an Arsenal fan so he's trash and I go, I respect that I just, I, that's thats what this is. You go into these, like, Twitter wars, and it's just, like, Arsenal fans saying our players are shit and your other fans saying your players are shit, and that's what it is. No one has any backing. He goes, dude, I'm going to shit. He said, I'm going to shit on the Spurs players no matter who they are, and I'm like, respect. Okay, Now I generally get where you're going with this guy. Right? Yeah, cool. and... I,
2: I didn't see the Man City link, which really scares the hell out of me because I don't know if you saw the news today, but Ferran Torres got just got sold to Barcelona.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's been but that's been going on. So for the Vlahovic days. ship has
2: sailed. Goodbye. No, that's well, not happening.
0: There is a player on Borussia Dortmund who might want to leave, which is fucking Bellingham. <laughs> Who's that? His what? no, it's His name is Erling Holland. He's also a very good striker. Yeah. Some will say he's the best striker in the world. No, no, sure. I don't think, Yeah, he actually. Some will, some will. So yeah, that's I'll a tough. That that's is. a tough. That's a tough one. But you can also actually. Does Vlahovic start? I think he gets the same amount. Uh, I think our system works better for him. But
2: I wonder. So you say that where do we put But Mancy's just better. A... But
0: Mancy's is just better. Like sure. they're just so much better. Like, so. But where are we putting
2: work. Sonny if we sign him and start him
0: every week? We play. We play that uh the five you know the three five the three five two or whatever.
2: And where's Son play? Is he a wing back?
0: No, Sonny plays in this. He kind of plays right behind us, just a little behind us. Kind
2: of like what Delhi played against Liverpool. I could live with that. Or how about this? We put Kane in that position, and we put Sonny on the left and Vlahovic on the right. Honestly, I would rather sign right. Vlahovic. And launch no goal today Kane, or no open play goal Kane into the sun and sell him to Man City.
0: Look, I mean, Kane still makes passes every game, this game included, that are like, hey, he's probably yeah. one of our best passes on the field. So, yeah, let Sonny and, and Volhovic run. Well, that's what I thought today was going to be. Let Sonny and Delhi run and let Kane. And I think maybe that's what, Conte, what was Conte was thinking, by putting him in Lucas' spot and trying to play a little differently. But, no, he needs to come off of Kane, not from over here. Like, Needs, sorry, I'm pointing. Great theater of the mind for a podcast, but oh, he, needs to, he needs to come from not from his left side, but kind of from behind Kane and start running. So sure. he needs I to play thought, out of the
2: center of the field. He has yeah. to. It's the only time he's ever been successful.
0: But if we get Pulovic, we could sell Daly rate right, for whatever price. Um, sure. I, we could we could sell Daly. Players, some players have to go. I think that's our should be our last talking point before we get into maybe quickly talk about the next game. But January is coming up. Who do you want now that Conte's here? And who do you think should leave? I think Winks has to stay until he goes. And, oh, man. Would you ever think of me saying that?
2: What? Never in my life did I think I heard Winks can stay. I mean, honestly, I think a lot of it comes down to who we actually wind up buying. Because if we don't, if we don't actually buy anybody, I think we should just keep the team. I mean, maybe sell one or two fringe players, but... I don't think Dele's been so bad that we have to get rid of him. I think we need better players. Agreed. But if we're not going to buy anybody, as we've seen several times, I mean, who's the last person we bought in January? Do you know that answer?
0: When's the last time we had a sporting football director? When's the last time we had a coach of this pedigree?
2: Sir, do not answer my question with a question. Who's the last person we bought in January? Lucas Mora. There you go.
0: No, we bought people last year. Who Did we buy? Didn't we get people? in? Did we get like Fernandez, Jetson Fernandez? We
2: got Bergwine. Bergwine. He's right. We got Bergwine. Stevie in January. Yep. Uh, I yep. thought I was being slick. Yeah, our, our future backup number nine when Blahovich goes to <laughs> Man City. Yeah, we did. We did. I actually don't hate that. I don't know if I've said that on the podcast yet, but I, I actually
0: don't hate that. Guys, I've never even seen really Blahovich play. <laughs> Like, I'm, not, I'm not jumping over to the Syria that often, but Fabrizio fucking loves him, loves him because he's Italian. Italians, bro. Well, right. no, no, he's he's Serbian. Is he? Yeah, he's Serbian. He just plays in the Italian league.
2: Oh, oh, okay. I thought you were talking about Romero for a second.
0: I mean, we're also linked to Kessie, hey. but we'll see. We'll see how it goes. There's, the thing is, we're not
2: we're not getting Kessie in January. That's not
0: happening. Yeah, I know that. But all right, so one one we. Should have won that game. We deserve to win that game. But also we just, also we didn't deserve to win that game. But by that that VAR call is just so poor. So in that sense, yes, we should have won the game. They got the red card. We were up man. So it's yeah, it's not a good result for us. Not at all. One point is not what we wanted in that situation. But we move on. We have wait. Who do we have in the weekend? Watford. We oh, ah. New Year's Day. So that's a game that we should obviously win. No, we should obliterate them, and we'll see what yeah. goes. Because now that Daryl just said we'll obliterate them, we'll probably lose. No, too. I said we should Ooh. obliterate them. They haven't. They haven't
2: had a positive result since uh, November twentieth against United. They lost to Leicester, Chelsea. Jeez, oh, what a tough run! Please
0: stop doing well, this. Oh, he's jinxing us. City, yeah. Brentford,
3: Please. West Ham. Let, let's stop Derek right now before he keeps on killing us. No man, they have they have to the go Musa Sissoko, and we should all be scared. We're not scared. Worldy from to Musa it.
0: Sissoko, market.
2: This is a different time. We're gonna win this game for right, nothing.
0: Let's hope we figure out how to play a team that we can't counterattack against because that's 4-0. what we're gonna need for nothing. All right, for nothing by Derek. I'm going to say we're going to lose eight nothing to Watford and get three red cards. It's going to be a disaster.
2: Listen, the only good thing Watford has ever done is the Harry Potter museum. That is it.
0: So let's close this out on is the Tom Holland Spider-Man celebration cringeworthy or did Sanchez just make it? Cringeworthy? Right. Sanchez, I'm with Sanchez. He's like, Oh, smile. He looks around. No yeah. smile. And then he smiles briefly, but he's just trying to get to Kane to give him a hug. Right, Sanchez is clearly not. A to, I mean, Son to give him a hug. Yeah.
3: I think it Sanchez. should. It shouldn't be like an NFL when the defense makes a, a good play and they all run, get a turnover and they all run, oh, they and take run to the, the picture. We we should leave this celebration for Sonny. He's the guy that has the little connection uh-huh. with Spidey. Let Sonny do it by himself. He does it great.
0: If you watch it, everyone did exactly what they would do. Son did did it normally like he does. it looks completely awkward but he's like your dad that's doing it with you and you're like he's kind of the cool dad so it's okay lucas (laughs) lucas overdoes it you know he dropped to the knee and he like did his thing and i'm sure he yelled
3: coins 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 yeah
0: sanchez was like what is happening like he's like he's weirdly like a robot (laughs) he might be an alien maybe that explains a lot yeah, Romero still comes back for Sanchez, Romero is healthy, right? Yeah, of course. Okay, okay. We're just let's let's end on that. All right, guys, Spurs out. Please remember to follow our socials. And Jamar, tell them about our socials.
1: We have <laughs> Spurs terrible in on Instagram. This. You gotta get better at this, <laughs> damn it. Spurs on Twitter. <laughs> I'm not I don't have the Twitter, so um Yeah, Spurs
0: in on by Twitter brought to you by Nick, but he doesn't do shit anymore so i gotta figure you, that nick. one out yeah literally like <laughs> come back, nick. something he's he's literally holding the fact that he's the only one that can send this podcast out <laughs> over us so he's like i'm still part of it it still says it still says host nick nick hasn't been here in 10 episodes he doesn't even he doesn't even care let's get out of here hopefully we're gonna come back get some redemption versus fucking watford on, on new year's for nothing we'll be back we'll see you soon keep listening much love. All the love. Out.
3: Did I just take my line
0: down? <laughs> I
2: just backed you up, bro. I right <laughs>